And we are back. This is episode eight of the Wave Podcast. It's me, Electric, and of course, you know I got my brothers in here with me. Um, but first, we're gonna get into this interview that we had with a local Carolina artist named Flyboy Sin. Um, of course, you can you'll hear about him and where you can find his stuff at throughout the interview. But um, just let's get into this interview, and uh, I hope y'all enjoy. Hope y'all enjoy the podcast. But uh, of course, like I say, we're gonna get into this interview first with uh, Flyboy Sin. All right, we back with another episode of the Wave Podcast. I'm your host, Electric. Yeah. I got the fellas in the building. Two Stroke, yeah, yeah. Stay Fresh Wilkes, Mr. Hines, Buckingham. Yeah, yeah. And we got a special guest in the building, Flyboy Sin. What's up? What's the word? What's the word? Not shit, yes, not sir. shit. Just been checking out some of your music and stuff. Um, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I'm originally from New York City. Um, I'm 27 years old. I've been rapping since I was 19. Um I'm a part of 410 Squad. It's a Baltimore branch group. Um, it's only about four of us. It's me, Flyboy Sin, uh, my brother, Flyboy Limpy, my other brother, Goonie Man, and my other brother, Rado. We've been together, we've been riding it out for over a decade now. They've been rapping for decades, but you know, I've been kind of looking at what they've been doing and kind of just still it to myself, but also try to make, you know, try to be diverse and not just be just one dimensional. So, you know, just trying to approve upon that and see what I could do with this. That's what's up. Yeah. That's what's up. Well, you appreciate you for coming on the interview. Uh, what, what made you get into rapping? To be honest, um, when I was in college, I was bored and there wasn't really much to do, you know, with the, with, you know, in that college I was at, cause I was in the Illinois Lake mm-hmm. Forest college and um, we played football and we went to school obviously, but, you know, I was always in the beats and um, I don't know, I guess just that year, 20, uh, 2010, 2011, I just got into the, I guess the mindset to write, to write. And I wasn't really all that, you know, I had bars here and there, but you mm-hmm. know, just putting the time in kind of put me to where I needed to be. And, you know, the kind of confidence I have today. So. Gotcha. Gotcha. That's what's up. Who was your, um, who was some of your, um, your, your rap influences like when you, when you started rapping? Uh, always since day one, I was a big, huge fan of Big Pun, Biggie, uh, Tupac, Jay-Z, uh, Lil Wayne. That would honestly be my top five if you ask me, you know, in no specific order. But uh, those are the guys that, like, stood out to me most because I, I, I'm very big with lyrical concepts. You know, if you're going to rap, don't just, just rap and just sound crazy and just try to hype something up. Like, have some lyrical content. And that's something that I tried to put and instill into my game, you know, as artist. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of artists nowadays as far as, like, you know, it's, in the in the rap game and a lot of them ain't saying nothing and you know it's just it's it's different to get somebody to spit in some kind of something with some you know with a with a message behind it it's facts it's facts and it's hard it's hard to maintain it because you know as an artist you want to you know obviously attract the fan eye you know because these days you know the more trap sound is more acceptable but for me as an artist you know i try to incorporate a lot of things like you know i haven't been into the auto tune but i'm definitely going to start to try to get into it because i you know i want to try to keep branching out and keep putting myself out there to you know let people know that i want to do some things with this yeah that's one of, i'm a i'm a i call myself a student of the game and mm-hmm. i um 
I always say, like, you know, if you want to get into the rap game and get in the industry, you got to catch their attention with what's going on now and then kind of, like, introduce your own, you know, your own flow into it after you get your kind of your foot in the door is how I put it, but... Definitely. But um, what uh, what 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 uh, platforms is your music available on and stuff right now? My music will be available on YouTube. I've been trying to change my name for forever. I don't know how, but uh, it's spelled "Smell Like Moe," so money without the N in it. <laughs> gotcha. That was a typo, but yeah, that's my page. And um, on SoundCloud, you can look up Sin, and then space in parentheses Flyboy. That'll be my page as well on SoundCloud. Uh, and then my third and final uh, platform will be Dat Piff. I have four mixtapes on there. Um, All Mental, Time Will Tell, Nothing Like 21, and Smooth Tape. So I've been kind of circulating, trying to, you know, put some work out there and, you know, see what the fans think, stuff like that. I don't have a big following like I used to when I, when I kind of got into it the first five years because, you know, life happens. But, um, you know, I'm back now. I actually, glad to say it, um, I got a mixtape coming really soon. So hopefully when this coronavirus situation, you know, uh, concludes, I can definitely drop that and, uh, you know, see what I can do with that. I got a lot of heat in the mix right now. I'm just trying to, you know, keep it under wraps for now, but I'm going to try to see what I could do with it. Is the is the mixtape so, done so. or you still got more recording to do on it? I still got some more sessions I got to go to. Um, I'm actually planning to go within the next week or two. two. I've been writing. And um, I've got a lot of original beats, so I'm trying to see if I can get the original beats and try to get on Apple Music and try to extend my platform so I can try to branch out a little bit and, you know, get my fan base back where I want it. Yeah. It's not hard to get on Apple Music. Basically, just got to go in there and curate an uh, artist page and set yeah. up some stuff. And But it's a few steps, but it's not too hard to get your music on Apple Music or any other platform. But For sure. It's, yeah, it's I'm definitely going to look into that. Yeah, it's pretty simple. Uh, what what artists inspires your flow and your ambition to continue doing music with, you know, with all the um, artists and stuff that's out there nowadays? Besides uh, the ones that I mentioned, I'm going to be honest with you, man. Uh, I have a lot of artists that are like really underground. I don't know if you guys are um, familiar with them, but uh, Money Man from uh, out of Florida. Mm-hmm. That that guy is amazing, man. I, I you know, long story short, I heard one song where the dude's rapping, and you're like, "Damn, that's a hard rapper." And the next song, you know, you hear auto tune, you're like, "Wow, that dude with that deep voice can use auto tune." And so it kind of inspired me to, to be honest, to inspire me to kind of flirt with the auto tune world because that's making the rounds in the game right now. So I'd say Money Man probably be my biggest influence right now. Yeah, you definitely got to show your your versatility as far as like what all you can do different styles of rap and stuff like that kind of catch people different people's attention but you'll get there definitely so what's your plans to take it to the next next level with your music and stuff well unfortunately because of the coronavirus uh, i was planning to uh you know what you call it uh go to clubs and you know, kind of pass my work out there and meet new people and let them know I'm an artist and try to network, stuff like that. But uh, as of now, just to be honest, just try to just keep writing, man. Keep writing because, you know, um, you know, I'm new to North Carolina, obviously. Um, I don't know if the audience knows that. And, you know, me being from New York, it's a, it's a big change. But um, just as far as, you know, writing, just keeping the pen, and, pen, pen to the pad, man, because, you know, you never know what uh, inspiration you can get from that specific beat. Yeah, my my brother Two Stroke, he uh, he does like Twitch streams and stuff like that. Maybe that'd be something that he could try to 
kind of explain explain to them like what Twitch is and how you probably can you can probably benefit with your music on there too, especially with it being original music. Mm-hmm. Yep. So we live. We actually streaming right now on Twitch. So everybody that's tuned in right now on my Twitch stream is actually listening in to this podcast right now. They're getting it early. But I Twitch on here every night, and then like just different people that. Mostly Twitch, Twitch is for like video gamers. So like most people that play video games for a living, they come on here and stream them playing on a video game and who they are. And they just talk to the people in the chat or whatever, or the people that they play in their game with or whatever. But so I grow, I grow cannabis. So I got a lot of followers that like to grow cannabis. People that's interested in learning how to grow cannabis and stuff like that. So they come on here and then we all chat about it and we're about to actually go down in the garden here in a few minutes. And the shit looks smoking too. <laughs> if I might add, the shit looks like this heat. I just want to throw that the in gas, there. The gas, the huh? gas. I like that. I like that. Appreciate that. But uh, yeah, I got to do some uh, cloning tonight. But pretty much on here, so you can be on your live screen, your people are seeing everything that's right here in this box right here. So this is what the people that you're streaming to see. So you can be on your live view, or if it's before you want to show yourself, you can go to the starting soon. And they got a whole bunch of different, you can edit this in so many different ways, like be right back, intermissions, and so all, all kind of stuff. But well, it's pretty easy. Like, yeah, it's easy as shit, but all of your, your followers, like, I done seen Kevin Gates, I seen him on here today, I seen uh, Tory Lanez be on here, Party Next Door, they be on here. It's it's a newer platform, but it's blowing up, so I'm not sure if they got stock or nothing, but it'd be something that I would be interested in investing in if, 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 ever, if that was something that I did, so. I'm definitely gonna look into that, man. I appreciate you letting me know about that. I might make me an account tonight. <laughs> yeah, there's a For lot. Sure. Of, there's a lot of ways you can get on there and you know just previewing your music and you know just talking to people and just creating your own community. And that's kind of how you gotta start as far as like getting into the rap industry, building your own community, and letting that community spread the word for you, basically. Definitely. And then that, just that, like, and then just like what we're doing right now. Networking. Don't be don't be scared to network with people, bro. Like right. you never know who you gonna run into or who gonna respond to your to your to you reaching out to them. You know what I'm saying? Like exactly. Don't never be scared to network. Get out yeah. there. Yeah, and we, you can kind of already tell that you know you got a, you got that mindset anyways with linking up with my cousin right. Mr. Hines and him getting you on here and I don't I mean we're we're just starting off with this podcast is basically just taking off, but you never know who will hear it. Exactly, yeah, for sure. That's so, the beauty of it, man. That's why I definitely wanted to come through, show some love. Absolutely. Appreciate you, bro. Appreciate yeah, you. That's no problem. That's no problem at all. Where do you see yourself musically in the next five to ten years? Well, hopefully within the next year or two, I could, you know, be rich, man, and, you know, making some good money off this and doing shows and enjoying right. life, man, you know. That's the that's the main thing I want to do, you know, just make it a, a blow up because you got to, I feel you got to be at the right place, right time, man. So mm-hmm. as of now, I just feel, you know, I should make it a short term goal because at the end of the day, I feel like I've, I'm right there. If, you know, if there was a level man, like I feel like I'm right to where I need to be. So the fact that I'm trying to, you know, work on myself, I've actually, 
met a nice lady recently and she, you know, she has a vocal coaching. So it's like, I can really work on this auto tune portion of myself and, you know, really take catapult myself to that next level where I want to be. Like I said, so yeah, don't be scared to use that, that auto tune as a, as in a different way. Like don't, I mean, you can use it like how everybody else is using it, but me, myself personally, we, we were using auto tune back in 2009, 2010 and I mean, it's just how you, it's, it's so many different ways on there that you can use it to flip it. It's a, it's a tool. Use, look at it as a, as a tool instead of an, an enhancement, I would say. Because okay. it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely yeah. a lot of ways that you can flip it and use it to make it something that nobody's ever even heard of before. Mm. Definitely. Yeah, I'm definitely keep that in mind, man. That's, that's another thing. I don't want to, you know, sound like other rappers. So that's why I wanted to take it and kind of use it to my advantage to my sound and not try to go off you know off the board with it so yeah i'm definitely gonna keep that in mind for sure yeah because you can tell you know just like with auto-tune you can tell with the artist the artists know they know that there's so many different ways to use it because with all the different artists that use auto-tune you can still tell them you know different you can still tell them apart when they song come on so exactly you don't have to worry about sounding like anybody else or anything like that but Definitely something that you would be able to look into as far as with that auto tune. For sure, man. Appreciate the criticism, man. Definitely, oh, yeah. you know, I'm open to that all the ways. And we're gonna um after the interview, I'm gonna I'm gonna link it in, and put it into the podcast. But we're gonna preview that song that you had sent me, uh, Undefeated. Yes, sir. I listened to it a couple of times. It's it's straight. I mean, I, it ain't it ain't bad at all. Not bad at all. Yeah, I mean, I appreciate I, that. But I like it. I, um, but. What 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 made you come up with the concept for that song, and how did that song come about? Um, that's actually a really good question. I'm glad you asked that. Um, the first and second verses are completely different mindsets. Mm-hmm. The first verse, um, I wanted to actually use that intro of the beat and kind of just show them from the very first bar, like, damn, okay, he's coming. He's he's not gonna be not gonna bullshit with this beat. Mm-hmm. So. I wanted to take that kind of vibe and keep it going. And yeah. so as far as the second verse, I wanted to just more have, you know, switch the flow, kind of not try to piggyback off the first verse, mm-hmm. but also try to just, you know, keep keep the lyrical concept going, keep the, the thunder going that the first verse had to, to just not lose the audience. You know what I'm saying? So right. yeah, it was mainly just more of like a, just a, I like especially with the song name undefeated obviously you want to sound like somebody that's undefeated you don't want to sound all you know emotional or low tone you want to have some passion in that so i just wanted to kind of show my passion in that song right yeah you definitely used the beat well i liked how the first verse came in and then you know the beat build and beat build and then the hook came in so it's like yeah. you know and then it introduced it into the hook because a lot of people start their songs with the hook when the beat comes in but I like when there's a I like when there's a, a low tone beat that builds and then the beat builds and then it drops and you used it used it in a, in a good way. Definitely, definitely appreciate that, bro. Ain't no problem, but yeah, we're gonna definitely uh we're gonna premiere it on the podcast. It's gonna be called Undefeated for the audience. Um, and are you gonna be putting it out? Can they find it anywhere or download it anywhere? Um, as of probably around the nine thirty ten o'clock range, I'll be able to make that happen. Yeah, I haven't been able to put it on my SoundCloud cloud because um i wanted to do um uh artwork but i think i'm probably just gonna just go with a normal picture because 
obviously I want to compliment you uh you know dropping the preview on your podcast tonight so yeah ain't no problem and like that's what one other thing I was going to say as well don't be afraid to invest in yourself cuz whenever anybody come I mean when you're looking to you know partner with you know anybody as far as like a uh, any kind of like record label or any any kind of executive, they're gonna see how much you invest in yourself. They don't want to invest in anybody that's not investing in themselves. So yeah. always, you know, if you want to get artwork done for it, I mean, like I said, don't take that risk. I mean, it's artwork right. for one one piece, and it's, it's gonna be yours basically. So just makes sense. Makes sense. You're right. But yeah, always, you know, don't be afraid to invest in yourself and don't get comfortable and staying stagnant and things like that. Always take the next step to to fulfill that to fulfill that goal facts 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 definitely definitely gonna keep that in mind brother yes sir. one of the main things i be preaching most people go work 40 hours on the clock every week for somebody else and they ain't got time to spend that 40 hours a week on that same week on themselves on their own business so they gotta work for a thing. exactly there's 128 hours in a week and when you look at it, you're working, say if you work 40 hours a week, that's an extra, what, 80 hours that you got to yourself? Dope. I mean, so yeah. you just got to utilize those those hours. Yeah. But, um, I'm definitely going to take more, take more, you know, pressure on it. Yeah. Definitely. Absolutely. But uh, once again, where, where can everybody find you and your music at? Oh, uh, yes. You can find me on YouTube, uh, Smell Like Moe, Money Without the End. Uh, SoundCloud, Sin, S-I-N, and then in space, parentheses, Flyboy, uh, as well as my SoundCloud, SoundCloud, YouTube, and then Dat Piff. Dat Piff, I have four mixtapes, but I forgot to change the name on that one. It's under my first name and middle name, which is Mark with the C, Pierce. So you can find me under that. And uh, yeah, I think, uh, you know, I got a lot of good music in, you know, the last... Uh, what, 10 years or so, so, you know, hope uh, everybody likes it. Absolutely. And I'm going to get the links and everything for you, and I'll put the links in the description where everybody can, uh, you know, check you out and things like that. And we'll put the, uh, you said the link for the, the new song is going to be on your SoundCloud? Yes, I'm going to put that on my SoundCloud. If not tonight, tomorrow, I kind of liked your um, your thoughts on investing into an artwork, so I might end up hitting my dial tonight to try to probably drop that tomorrow. That's what's up. It ain't no rush. Like I said, the podcast will be out on Wednesday. So All by the good. time they by the time they get th- hear this, they'll be able to find it, and we'll get the links and everything before they can put it on the put it on the description. That way they can find you. That sounds like a plan, man. I appreciate your help, man. Appreciate that. There ain't no Love, problem. Bro. No problem. We appreciate you coming through the podcast. We ain't gonna hold you up any longer, but. Um, like I said, we appreciate you coming through and, uh, for everybody out there, y'all can check Flyboy Sin out on Instagram at what's your Instagram? Flyboy Sin, the number four ten, all one word. Cool. And I'll have that link there for them to find it as well. So, but like I said, we appreciate you coming through and anytime you got something new to drop, just hit us up and we can get you back on. That's love, man. I'm definitely going to be back on the podcast, man. I'm going to drop a lot of heat on the podcast. Get this thing popping. That's what's yes, sir. No, I'm just, yeah, we're gonna punch bro. that clock in tomorrow, bro. Yeah, yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to go to sleep for a little bit. I even like Fuck that clock, man. Make your own clock. Need that extra sleep. I'm a big boy. I can <laughs> dig it. I can dig it. Yes, sir. So this is the Wave Podcast. Flyboy Sims. I'll let you later, bro. All right, fellas. Take it easy. Be easy. Be safe. Right. Yes, sir. All right.
And that was the interview that we did with Flyboy Sin. Of course, shout out to him. Appreciate you for letting us get you onto the podcast the interview. You get your music out there a little bit. Um, of course, y'all guys can follow him on Instagram at Flyboy Sin. That's F-L-Y Boy S-I-N, the number four T-E-N. Right now, we're going to get into his uh, new song, Undefeated. He wanted to premiere this on the podcast. So, of course, this will be the first time you guys are hearing this out there. Um, we're going to get into it. We appreciate you for letting us premiere it on the podcast. Anytime you want to get back on, just let us know. But we're going to get into this single, Undefeated by Flyboy Sin. Flyboy Sin. Throw my hood up, throw my hood up. R.I.P. Trayvon. And when them guns up, and when them guns up, that's my nigga Dave on bang. That we ghost call of duty. Ride with my dove, call a big booty Judy. Talking about money, you niggas is funny. I chase it like 50, this grind ain't so pretty. Best flow should have been the intro. Man moves trying to leave miles though. Stress plus broke with a combo. Rains and pause, I break through, no poncho. And I grind if you must know, product of the street, so the roster cutthroat. I'ma keep screaming free limps cause these knocks be some shit and I never see justice, man. Heard about your mixtape, my nigga, that shit got more dust than your grandma, my silly fan. No need to brag, always been the man, authentic, y'all spray tan. Spitting venom to my demise, real lies, never relied. Nigga, switch up more than Lil' Kim, undefeated, none seeing sin. Yo, working hoes, no exercise, 410, yeah, that's my guys out here. Getting money, these broke niggas love telling lies. Working hoes, no exercise. Exercise 410, yeah, that's my guys out here. Getting money, these broke niggas love telling lies. Working hoes, no exercise 410, yeah, that's my guys out here. Getting money, these broke niggas love telling lies. Working hoes, no exercise 410, yeah, that's my guys out here. Getting money, these broke niggas love telling lies. Take a good look, you and I'm not the same. Two ahead, go against the grain. Through the struggle, nigga, we remain. Born killer, shit is child's play. Shit is my life, so I'm all in. Fuck fame, need them dividends Putting off for my city, no letterman Niggas talking money, yeah, let them in Please, Lord, keep me from peddling Keep it clean, homie, monk shit Paperweight that I'm shredding him Shit get street, no bum shit You better come quick if you claim you hard Word play, up an echelon See you popping, nigga, not for long My girl got a rack like me along And I'm going along she tell a nigga run it back Stand out, but I keep my head down like a running back I'm back in bed in the never My definition is clever Whenever, whatever I'm dogging beats, might need a tether Got my shit together I'm up so they try to break a nigga down No sleep, get rest when I'm underground More checks, more checks, that's Nike Town Damn Another day, another pay Life, lot familiar, none realer You disrespect, it's on sight Working hoes, no exercise, 410, yeah, that's my guys out here. Getting money, these broke niggas love telling lies. Lies, love telling lies. Out here, getting money, these broke niggas love telling lies. And that was the world premiere of Undefeated by Flyboy Sin. You guys can check his music out on SoundCloud, Datpiff. And he's also got a single on Apple Music called My Mindset. 
Um, he's on SoundCloud at Sin410. But uh, you can see all of that in the description of the podcast. I'm going to leave it all there for you. Um, we're going to go ahead and get to the rest of the podcast with the fellas. I hope you guys are enjoying this. And always remember, don't ride the wave, be the wave. It's electric. Make it simple. Anyway, anyway. Man, come on, man. You over here, your ass tainted. Tainted. So, so y'all waiting on these Trump checks or what? Hell nah. Oh, I don't want that Trump check. I want it. I ain't gonna lie I'm about to, to say, you. Bring it here. Give me my shit. I need yeah, a few hey, penny. Hey, Trap, you don't want to give it here. I take yours. <laughs> All right. Yeah, you so heavy. I hate to do it to you though, because as soon as the motherfuckers uh activate y'all chip after they vaccinate, they hit y'all with that coronavirus vaccine, coronavirus vaccine. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm gonna have a glove and mask on when I get mine. <laughs> yeah, but it ain't gonna matter. You gotta get a vaccine. <laughs> That's how they gonna get y'all. Oh hell, they gonna be like, yeah, we're gonna hit y'all with this vaccine. You accepted that Trump check. Nah. Nah. Mm-hmm. Fuck that. <laughs> I, also, I ain't mm-hmm. signed the papers for that. that, that uh, you sp- hey, you should spend that $1,200, though. That's what they're going to tell you. They're going to pull up your shit. Oh, oh. oh, you ain't signed no papers. You should spend. Uh, you spend about 57% of that $1,200, though, big dog. Yeah, man. There, there wasn't no paperwork saying I need to be uh-huh. there. You know Hey, did you see how they breaking that down? Like you get t- it's like twelve hundred per person in the house, and then five hundred for each kid. Exactly. I mean, you got trapped too. Now I got three kids, man. Oh yeah, give me that check. Yeah, that check sounds pretty good right now, don't it? Yeah. <laughs> Man, bro, that man, check is same. Hey, look, I, I, that check would be the same thing I make a week, man. Hey, right. they gonna send it to you anyway. Just, they, they, they already. Hey, just don't stop my job. They gonna send it. To, <laughs> they gonna send it to you regardless. You got direct deposit for your taxes. They gonna direct deposit into your account. I'm sending that shit straight back to the IRS. I think y'all made a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> no mistake here, sir. The sir, the government is giving that to you. Y'all ever seen the Stepford Wines? That's how they gonna hit y'all. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> nah, give me but y'all But it's with free. That. It's from the government. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, Next thing me. y'all know, y'all, y'all gonna be sitting there drones, nigga. Give me y'all that free money, man. I'll take it. Yeah, you can have mine. All right. Just make sure you send it over here expeditiously. Nah, let's half, get half of it. Let me get the other half. Nah, brother, you got to get your own. I, I, I call for a first trap. Let me go ahead and hold that. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> like that. Hey, hey, you should get a hoodie for that shit, bro. A what? That should be your shit. You know what I'm talking about? Hey, that's what I'm saying. It's about to brand all it is. Right. We about to get We about to get a logo and say, no, I'm talking about. Get that shit made. Put that shit on some hoodies. Yeah. Wilkes, you gonna take your che- your Trump check? I might see. I might see what it's shaking when it comes. Hey, it's gonna be some stipulations coming with it though. Hell no, you think so? Yeah, ain't nothing free in this world. 
Nah, that's a this a bill they pay. Now that we ain't got no look, now the people ain't working. Yes, it is. Exactly. I just think that's like, why they're doing it. Just like when George Bush gave them stimulus. Just just like when George Bush gave them stimulus checks back in the day. They wasn't no stipulations that came with that. This is the same thing. They yeah, passed yeah, that. I feel like about, I they, feel like that's the they main reason to... they're doing that though, because because you know the job dropping they're doing it for the people that don't have jobs and the people that have jobs they're like Look, we're just gonna give it yeah because they wanted they they want the, the people to put it back into the economy but shit if people smart they save it that's what i'm gonna do yeah yeah i'm keeping they're my shit they, they're gonna put this back into the economy and it's gonna boost the it's gonna boost the economy my job is essential so what in the fuck was that <laughs> who's starting the line for I was running over one of them Trump checks. Got holes in it. Yeah, he, he cranked up a lawnmower and that shit. Hey. That nigga's like, rrr, rrr. Hey, if them Trump checks sound like that, I need that double time. <laughs> shit sound like you ran over a whole safe out that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Give me that. Let me get that before you forget that. That shit. Bro, yeah, bro. Like, I, I feel like there's something behind that shit, man. Like, as many times as motherfucking America have been, it might not have been to the point where motherfuckers can't work, but, like, the economy been, economy been shit before, and they ain't never built, built Americans out. Like, it was always the cor- corporations, CEOs. Oh, we, they fucked up the money, but they getting the money back. Meanwhile, Americans is on the back burner like shit. That was my job. They just motherfucking, you know what I'm saying? Laid, off, yeah, laid me like off that. after 14 years and then hired somebody new that, you know what I'm saying? It took cut cost and shit. You feel me? Yeah. I don't know. I think yeah, they... So, so for them to... Yeah. I, for, so, yeah. so, so for them to motherfucking come out with some motherfucking uh, a check now because motherfuckers is a virus that can be beat with orange juice and washing your hands, bruh. <laughs> Some some smell fishy. That's all I'm gonna say. You know what I'm talking about? Nah. Some just don't sit right, big dog. Hey. Hey. I take that twenty nine hundred or that how much ever and go get me a good lawyer. They try to fuck me over. Look here. Uh-huh. I'm gonna give you this check. I'm not giving it back to the government. I pay it to you, but I'm I'm getting out of this. I'm not doing whatever they say. I ain't doing it. Yeah. Get me out. I'm gonna just avoid all the bullshit. Tell Shorty, hey, don't spend that. She gonna want to. I can I already know. She gonna be like, shit. I'm like, nah. <laughs> Wait on it. But I think it's like Wilk saying, so we can put the money back into the economy. So they trying to avoid this recession. It's a recession like that old Jeezy album. Speaking of that <laughs> old Jeezy album, what about that new Jeezy album? Oh, I ain't heard it. Good. I ain't really got a good good listen to it myself. <laughs> he said good. From from what everybody talking about, they said it's some uh, some hot garbage. <laughs> yeah, I like TM 104. Some people didn't. I like TM 104. That was my shit. But this I, I 2020 Pyrex it, Vision, something happened with his glasses. <laughs> hey, but I got a question about that. All right, so you saying it's whack? What makes it whack? I ain't it's saying it's whack. It just ain't what I expected from Jeezy and Shawty Red. Like this. Nah, you saying it ain't the old Jeezy? Is that what y'all saying? Like, all right, this is how they anticipated it. It's a surprise album coming out, and it's executive produced by Shawty Red. Y'all remember mm-hmm. Shawty Red on the track back when Jeezy? They said who that? 
Nigga, we that. Shot right. red on the track. Like, this ain't right. that. All right. Now, with that being said, we had a we had a, a podcast show about how music is changing. Do you feel like he trying to he trying to roll with the waves? He trying to do something different? And did it pan out to be like that? Or see, that's the thing. Like, are y'all are y'all just saying are y'all not not necessarily you know music deaf, but like or tone deaf or anything? But y'all. Expecting him to come back with that, which I was talking about with the old, the old Shawty Red and the old Jeezy, right? Me, me personally, Jeezy was is and was my favorite rapper, and I feel mm. like he done changed his life, so he ain't doing what he rapping about no more. Mm-hmm. So he rapping about something a little different now. Mm-hmm. This the same. This the same shit. It ain't the, it ain't the same. The motivation, Jeezy. It, it's it's a new it's a new era, Jeezy. Now, I want to top that. I want, I want to go back to that. Now, you said it's, he's, he's basically not rapping about what he's going about. Same thing. We had a podcast show about um, what's they, uh, Kodak. Remember when we was talking about um, basically, we was talking about, um, you know, when they first start out, you know, shit's good. You know, they talk about the problems. People, basically shit that people can relate to. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a lot of people will run, run with that, but I feel like what what drops uh, rappers off, or you know, it makes them you know not as good as they were, is because they're not rapping about that same thing. They don't have that 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 same hunger or same passion. They don't have that hurt that they were dealing with. They're in a better part in their life, and I feel like a lot of people can't relate to that. And I feel like that's where that's where music is. I feel like it's changing a lot. Like. With the younger crowd, they they talking about you know the struggles they go through and the shit, the, the crazy wild stuff they still going through. We can relate to that because that's some of the stuff we used to do. We reminisce on that. We talk about that from time to time, like how you know how much fun we had. And I feel like that's where a lot of that comes from. Why people can't relate to that anymore? Because like what you said, Wilkes, he's talking. He ain't talking about the same you know the same grind he was. Like he happy, you know he. He had a different part of his life now, so a lot of people can't really relate to that. See, and that's my thing. Like when I when I'm expecting a Jeezy album to come out, and that's that's kind of the cons of of being a, a rapper and being in the in the music business is that when you gain fans, your fans expect like a certain they expect certain content from you. So if you change throughout your you know your career with your life, you may you may pick up new fans and you may lose some old ones, but I don't necessarily say the album is garbage, but it ain't it ain't what it ain't me as a fan it ain't what me as a fan is expecting when I hear a Jeezy and Shotty Red album coming out because I'm used to that old shit. So when you drop when you drop some new when you when you start rapping about new you know a new journey in life and shit like that, it just kind of it kind of wilts my expectations of what I'm expecting of a Jeezy Shotty Red album. Right. Yeah, you think of Shawty Red and Jesus, you think of who that? Mm-hmm. Who that? <laughs> exactly. Shawty Red on the track. So they must have so, lost their mind. <laughs> so how's how did it do on the charts? Like how's it doing right now as far as numbers were? I don't know. I hadn't seen any expectations, but yeah. the numbers will come out next week. Okay. And I think Jeezy with this album, I feel like he ain't owe nobody nothing because basically he said he wasn't gonna do no album no way. Yeah. 
Well, he he when I wa- I watched the uh, interview he did with Charlemagne when Charlemagne went back they went back to South Carolina to um, do an interview and stuff. Y'all had to look that up to us on uh, YouTube. It's called Twenty Twenty Pyrex Vision. Mm-hmm. But they was talking about that that he said that he didn't say that he wasn't gonna drop another album. He just said that he was done with the TM One Hundred Four. Um, you know that 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 series, but he never said that he was gonna that was gonna be his last album. But just when you dropping a surprise album, I just me as a as a fan, I'm expecting that heat. Yeah. I don't know. For me, it just it seems like it's a pattern for you know our generation. What we came up on, like with the rappers that we really like, like I feel like once they have a different, you know, once they take a shift in their life or whatever, and they don't they're not rapping about the same thing. I feel like a lot of, you know, their fans or their music in general, it just, it declines. Yeah. <clears throat> but like you said, people change and they, they stories going to change and what they rap about changes and shit like that. But it just seemed to me like I know one person that ain't changing. Who that? Your boy, John Jones. <laughs> <laughs> Like how you threw that in there, yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> hey, hey, it's it's. I don't know, man. I I hate it for him because he is one of the best, if not the best, UFC fighter. But I don't know. I don't. I don't get it. Why you know, some some people that have as much talent, fuck up. You know, like 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 you brung up. You know, Antonio Brown. He had you know has a great career. I'm pretty sure he'll get another chance in the league, but. Why is that to come to, you know, you being suspended for a year, you taking some time off of the league because of your actions? Mm-hmm. And I feel like with John Jones, he's he's got all these opportunities. Like, I'm pretty sure this is his third or fourth time getting in trouble, and I'm pretty sure he's going to get off of it because, you know, he's, he's, he's box office. Like Stephen A said, he's box office. You know, everybody, mm-hmm. when he fights, people want to watch that. People tune in to see if he's going to get – is he going to get, the you know, upset or – you know, is he going to actually dominate this person or what? So it, it's sad for me because I'm personally, for me, I'm a John Jones fan. I love love to watch his fights. I'm, I'm a big fan of him. But, you know, looking up in, in the ESPN or the news and seeing, you know, he done something again, you got to think, like, is it just, is that who he is or is, does there something wrong with him? Like, is he sick or something or you gotta, you gotta think. There's something going on with that man as far as far as his personal life. So he got charged with a DWI and mm-hmm. negligence gun gun use. <clears throat> mm-hmm. So did you see the video? Which one? The video, the body cam video that um, came out of his arrest. Nah, I lo- I seen that one, but it said that that was the old video. Nah, this was the new one saying that they said that uh, he said that. Well, obviously he was drunk, but the mm-hmm. reason why the cops got called is because there was gunshots. Somebody heard gunshots in the area, and when mm-hmm. they when they got there, he uh he was sitting in his car with a gun, and uh open container, and he told the officer that he just got finished driving and was thinking about driving again. <laughs> like, bruh, that don't that don't make sense. But also another thing don't make sense. Okay. You got a phone call as far as the cop. The cop got a phone call or, you know, or whatever about gunshots. What made him go to his car? Mm 
Like, what was John Jones doing? John Jones was the, he... John Jones was the only one in the area. If you see the if you see the oh, body okay. cam footage, like there ain't nobody else around, like no other cars. But he Shit. he was basically sitting in his car and he was ca- he was causing commotion from his car, like basically just sitting out. Like I don't know if they said he was yelling or what, but they just said he was causing commotion from the car, and that's why whenever the cops got there, they they came up to his car. Mm. But he was basically just sitting in his car, drunk, with an open bottle and a gun sitting in the. In the car. Wow. I just don't know what's going to happen with the UFC. Like, what they going to do to him. What's going to happen? They're going to suspend him. I'm pretty sure they're going to suspend him. They're going to find him. He's going to take some time out. And it's up to him whether, you know, he can get together or not and where he can come back. But I definitely think this I know for a fact there's going to be a fine. And I'm pretty sure he's probably going to get suspended again. And honestly, he might get his his belt taken away. That's what I was gonna say. Like, what's gonna happen with his belt? Like, I know from the instances last time he got it, he had to vacate it and ended up mm-hmm. losing it. But mm-hmm. I don't know. That's just I think it's gonna be if anybody else becomes champ, it's gonna be harder for him to get it back. You see how hard it was with him to fight against um, um, uh, the fight against Tiago Santos and the fight that he had against um, Dominic Reyes, like. You seen like yeah. how close those fights was. If anybody else gets the belt, it's gonna be hard for him, harder for him to get it back. I can't predict that. I mean, you know, yeah, the last the last couple of fights were you know close, but you know we can't predict anything because with with the sport of US, UFC, anybody can get caught any day. He can make it look easy. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So I, I can't predict that. But I mean, from the last two fights, I can see why you would say that. But we, we don't know. We really don't know. I just it just frustrates me to see somebody that with that amount of talent, you know, damn near throw it away off off dumb mistakes. And I feel like looking at it from the outside looking in, I feel like this quarantine thing, like, okay, he can't train or can't go to the gym, you know, can't be another fight. So he's basically, you know, isolated and can't really do much, so he go back to his old habits. And I feel like that's a sickness. Like, you you got to do better about that. You got to make better life choices. Yeah, it is. And that's that's what we was talking about before with the people's mental and stuff like that and their mental not being there and drinking themselves away and shit like that. Like, a lot of people go through that shit and they have outlets to deal with it. But, like, with him, like, if he does have a mental illness, fighting and training could be his, you know, his outlet to, to get his – mental right getting to his mm-hmm. right mental state so if he can't train and shit like that that could be like you said throwing him off and shit yeah. like that but it's just fucked up to see him the champ getting caught up in stupid shit like this that could fuck his whole career up like this shit is it's not the first time it's happened right I think it's the third or fourth time and like with it happening again it kinda don't give you the it don't give you the um mindset to think like it's gonna it's not gonna happen again like it definitely right. could happen again in the future yeah, pe- now people looking like okay when is this gonna happen again yeah, when he, of- here's john jones where he, and he just i feel like he just got that stigma off of him of being the 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 cokehead the the drunk mm-hmm. and shit and now the shit he just got it released off of him now it's back on him again yeah, I feel like it wasn't, I don't think it was completely gone, but I feel like it was starting to, people were starting to quiet down about it. It wasn't as bad. Yeah. But, um, yeah, man, it's crazy. And you know his brothers, they're in the league, NFL. Well, one of them is, one of them retired. 
Yeah, one of them retired, and the other one he's still in the league. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know. I feel like you know that family, very talented family. I don't know. I feel like he, he might be under pressure about something. Who knows? I don't know. It just sucks to see that and, and hear that. Yeah, that shit crazy. And uh, speaking of NFL, like, did you see that Cam Newton finally got released? Yeah. What y'all like, think about that? A, my wife she's a Carolina fan. Uh, I'm not necessarily a Carolina fan, even though I live in Charlotte. I'm from North Carolina. Uh, but you already know I'm an Eagles fan, so it really didn't bother me as much, but it did in a way of how the fact that they did it and the fact that you got to think, okay, I live in this town. You got a new owner, new coach, and I looked at uh, first take, and Stephen A. was dead on it. He said, you know, they did them dirty, not for the fact that they released him, but when they released him. They could have released that man a long time ago and let him find some work. They released him at this certain time, and it's a little bit harder for him to, you know, find a place a place that he can play now. Because you think about it, Phillip Rivers, he moved on. He's in uh, the Colts. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Chargers, L.A. Chargers, they're talking about, you know, they're going to be sticking with Tyrod Taylor. Um, but I feel like that would be a good fit for him. Honestly, I felt like the Bears were the best fit for him. But, you know, Nick Foles, Nick Foles, he, he got signed to the Bears. And um, I feel like they gave him that money. What did you say too short? Going back to Carolina, you got to think, they ain't never really I couldn't hear you. What would you say? Going back to Carolina, you got to think they had never really treated none of their players right. Yeah. Dave Smith, D'Angelo Williams. That's true. Look at the look at the history. Go back true. and look at the history. Greg Olson. Exactly. Yeah. And that make you wonder, like, with Luke Keekley retiring so early, he was, what, 28 and he retired? Yeah. But that's because he had, he, like, he done took a mound of hits. He had a bunch of concussions. Yeah. But that's smart, though. I feel like that was smart as yeah, far as that. Definitely. But what I wanted to say about with um, Cam Newton is that that makes you that that goes to show you that last week when he was trying to um, when they they said that they was going to give him the option to to be traded or whatever, and then he put out the statement making it seem like you know he wasn't trying to leave that it was all on them. But he didn't even have to say that. They was going to show it regardless. This week we're releasing him. They released him. It shows that they didn't want him. That he wasn't yeah. looking for a trade. Yeah. But it's just crazy. Where do you think he gonna go? Uh, I would say. I would still. I still think L.A. Chargers because, if you think about it, like, he's still a healthy Cam Newton is better than Tyrod Taylor, mm-hmm. any day of the week. He's better than Tyrod Taylor, so. I feel like one of two things. If he's not going to go to the L.A. Chargers, it's because they're going to rely on Tyrod Taylor and they're going to rely on the draft, and they're probably going to pick up one of the quarterbacks in the draft. But I feel like if they're trying to go right now, if they're trying to win something right now, like as we speak, then I feel like they will sign him because I feel like, like I said, Cam Newton is a better quarterback when healthy, a better quarterback than Tyrod Taylor, and he has more experiences, and he – He's been in the Super Bowl before, and he's 2015 MVP. So, so yeah. I was thinking, I was thinking that he's probably going to pick somebody that they that plays the Carolina that plays Carolina a lot, so he can just have that you know that little rivalry or whatever. But 
I'm sitting here looking at their division. They got the Buccaneers, the Falcons, uh, and the Saints. I don't Saints. think you want that. <laughs> I don't think you want that. Yeah, it's good. You got you. Drew Brees, Tom Brady. And I feel like, yeah, he'll get off with the on, on the Panthers for one because Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy Bridgewater, he's good, but I don't know. He's 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 too safe for me. He's he's way too safe. He's more like a a black version of Alex Smith. He he'll dump dump it down and check it down, but he's not gonna take that big big chance and bomb it. Yeah, take those big passes like that. And I don't think that's what that's uh, what's gonna help Carolina. They ain't gonna win no games like that. But um, they did get a, a a major pickup. The Carolina Panthers. You see who what wide receiver they got? Who Carolina? Yeah. Who they pick up? Robbie Anderson. We were, the Eagles were supposed to pick him up. He's he's top ten, I say, in the in, as far as wide receivers. Mm-hmm. They picked him up. But um, I don't know. It's funny because. I was I was joking about it when I I was talking about this like a couple of weeks back, but now I can really see it happening now that since they let Cam Newton, remember when I said, what if they could get uh, the Clemson quarterback, mm-hmm. Travis Trevor? I don't remember his name, but uh, I can see it now because like I said, they let go of both of their both of their uh, linebackers, Luke Keekley Davis, they gone. Their you know Hall of Fame tight end Olsen, he's gone. Cam's gone. Only person they got right now is their running back. You and talking they, about like Carolina? Said, yeah. Are you talking about um, Trevor Lawrence? Yeah, Trevor Lawrence. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. That's what I feel like they they would get in the uh, draft next year, because like I said, you know they they looking like they're they're rebuilding. You got a new owner, new coach. You letting go of your your franchise quarterback and his his main pieces and the defense. They look like they shot to hell right now. So. Like I said, you bring in a franchise quarterback like that, bring hope. I feel like they're going to be rebuilding, and they're not going to be relying on uh, Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy Bridgewater is coming off one of the most nastiest knee injuries I ever heard of. Like he tore dag on the ACL, the the knee was out of place. Like bro, and it was all off a nine contact mm-hmm. uh, practice drill, and he messed his knee up. He'd been out of the league for two years, and. Like I said, he he did play five five games to help the Saints, and he was undefeated. But you got to think the Saints, who they had, they had Kamari, uh, the Kamari, uh, and uh, Ingram, two good running backs, wide receivers good, tight ends good. Their defense was amazing. So you had all that help. Now you go into Carolina with a situation like that, and you don't have none of that. Now what you gonna do? Yeah. I just don't see. I don't see it being good for Teddy Bridgewater or the Carolina Panthers. So. The Panthers. It's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be interesting to see, but I, I don't. I'm not a believer in the Panthers right now. Yeah, the Panthers definitely gonna need some kind of. They gonna need some kind of little backup. They need to hire Colin Kaepernick. Yeah, but I don't see that happening. I don't see it happening yeah. either. Speaking you of which, win. they uh they released Eric Reed, didn't they? Yeah, they did. Yeah, they that's, sure did. That's crazy too. Yeah, but I kind of seen that happen though, because he still was being a distraction. But yeah, that, he was trying to. That Go make ahead. that make you wonder if anybody gonna sign him or if he gonna be in the same boat as Colin Kaepernick. I feel like somebody might, and it might not be right away. It might be off of you know somebody having an injury and they need they need to fill in that spot. Mm-hmm. That'd be a good spot to fill in. But like you said, you um, and trap. I said pretty much Colin Kaepernick is too much of a distraction, and I, I just feel like you know 
I hate to say it, I want to see him come back, but I don't think he's coming back either. I, I'm, y'all definitely uh, sold me with that the last podcast. Well, you'll be able to sign him on NFL 2K21 when it come out. <laughs> <laughs> that shit, wow. They said they bringing that shit back. I don't know how it's going to do. It better be better than Madden. Yeah, I just stopped playing Madden, honestly, bro. Yeah, I did too. I bought the last one. I got one. it. Last I got one I it right got here. Was, uh, Last one I got was the one with Tom Brady on the cover. <laughs> I downloaded yeah. it. I bought it on my Xbox, so I downloaded it. I didn't have the physical copy. I just downloaded the, the whole downloadable version on my Xbox. Yeah. But if I would have bought that shit, I definitely would have took it back. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. I ain't going to lie. I heard the, uh, the 2K wasn't that great either, though. Yeah, but it, it had a be- 2K had a better story mode. Than it did, than Madden did. I remember when you had 2K, uh, NFL 2K, and the last one I think was the one with um, Terrell Owens on the front of it. And mm-hmm. you could get your own crib and build out your own crib and put up different shit and shit like that in there. And I don't know, I just feel like they're going to step it up. It's going to have a lot of, just kind of like regular 2K is with the story mode and shit. Yeah. But we're going to see. I hope it, I hope it turn out good. If it do, I might, I might give it a try, but I don't know. I had to hear. I might have to wait a year to hear what the reviews and shit is on it. <laughs> yeah, man. But uh, what else, man? Um, the, I heard. I know it wasn't part of the subject, but I, I just got to have my little five minute rant about this because I'm still hot about that. <laughs> I heard my fucking Eagles had a chance to sign DeAndre Hopkins, man, and did not do it. Talking about before he, he got signed this, uh, to, to Arizona, yes. I cannot believe it. And then in Arizona, their trade was the running back, Davis, Davidson, and a second round in the fifth round. A sec- they didn't even get a first round from him, bro. Like, DeAndre Hopkins is arguably one of the best wide receivers in the game right now, and you did not even get a first round for, for him. You, you gave up a second round in the fifth round. Yeah, and you telling me my Eagles couldn't do that? Yeah, that's kind of crazy. And that's what the Eagles need, bro, is a a wide receiver or a corner. And they done made some moves in the corners, but that hurt right there. I I just had to to rant about that for for a minute or two. That hurt. That hurt. (laughs) They coming out with a sequel to your movie. What's that? Is it Django? Mm Mm-hmm. I'm about to say the Django, but the the J is silent. (laughs) The D is silent. The D is silent. D is silent. Yeah, man, I heard um, heard that they might be coming out with a sequel having, you know, Zorro in it. That's going to be a... I, at first, I was weird about it, but honestly, bro, I think that'll work out. If you ever seen Zorro, the first Zorro and the second Zorro, it's pretty good movies, man. I'm a big movie person. I love, I love action. I love suspense. Love scary movies here and there. Um, one, a couple of movies that I've I really like. I really watched. Uh, enjoy watching this uh, Jordan Peele scary movies. Yeah. I don't know if y'all um, grew up on Gargoyles as a kid, cartoon character, cartoon joint Gargoyles. Mm-hmm. He wants to make a live version of that, man. I think he should do it. Yeah, it'd be interesting because like he, oh, yeah, he I got, remember that. He a different yeah. type of he a different type of dude. Like his movies, they've been they've been hitting. Like yeah. Get, Get Out was you know a breakout one of his mm-hmm. breakout movies that was like good but when he came out with us have y'all mm-hmm. seen us yet 
Yes, yes. Bro, that shit was so fucking good. <laughs> like, hey, Wilkes uh, told us about the Candyman. Ain't he? Then you got Candyman coming out? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bro, have y'all seen that trailer, bro? I'm going to see that. I got to. Yeah, it's going to be good. Uh, look, look, right now, I ain't going nowhere. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm going to order that shit from home, though. What, what, what Wilkes say? I got a website for that. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Real. But yeah, it's going to be good. I hope it um but as far as the sequels, you know how they always making these sequels and movies. I just hope they live up to their expectations like they got a sequel to um uh, Coming to America coming out, but I heard that yeah. one going to be real good. I hope so. Yeah. I really do. I hope so. That shit got everybody. I think it's got Michael Blackson, all the original cast. The only the only original cast that's not going to be in it is um What's to do Soul Glow? Yeah. He's not going to be in it. And, um, Daryl. Yeah. And the mom, the, um, Eddie Murphy's mom's not going to be in it. But they said everybody else that was in the first one is going to be in the second one. That's going to be crazy, man. Plus all the new people, too. Yeah. Wesley Snipes, them, Michael Blackson. Um, what's the dude that, um, what the fuck is his name? Anyway, he gonna play. Well, Michael Blackson, perfect for that role. <laughs> yeah, and they and they shot it in uh, Rick Ross's house. What? Wow. Yeah, they shot it at Rick Ross' house in Atlanta. So I think Rick Ross gonna be in the movie too. Yeah, I didn't know that. Now. Yeah, he gonna That's be in. Crazy. You know, you know, Rick Ross' house got like a hundred bedrooms in it. I didn't know that. Yeah, like he got one of the biggest houses in Atlanta. It's a Vander Holyfield's old house. But yeah, that's where they shot the movie at. They shot it at Rick Ross's house, but um, and they shot most of it at Tyler Perry Studios too. But man, that I think that movie gonna be so fucking dope. Yeah, I think it come out in December. Somebody, I heard in an interview. Somebody said it come out in December. So I be, just hope this quarantine stuff, man, like it's it's really taking a toll on people. You know, they losing jobs. They it's it's just not a good look right now, man. I heard you know. I've been hearing the saying, you know, it's going to get a lot worse before it gets better, but I'm just praying for, you know, y'all, of course, praying for my family, my friends, but also the people that actually have it. I don't know if y'all seen Carl Anthony Towns, his mom, you know, she's in a coma. Yeah, his dad, his dad was is recovering from it, too. Yeah, man, that's crazy. I think Slim Thug, Slim Thug got it, Scarface had yep. it, but yep. that shit really real. For real. God, like I tell everybody, everybody got to be safe. Damn, no. wash your hands. Don't come in contact with people and shit like that as much as you can. Mm-hmm. But ain't nobody trying to stay at home. They just put us on lockdown in, up here, down here in North Carolina. Yeah. I think that shit start when, on tomorrow, tomorrow, the 30th. Yeah, they already got us on lockdown for 5 p.m. a week. Mhm. A week now. But I feel like it'll be a good thing because that way everybody can stay at home and shit can kind of get isolated and shit like that. But yeah. Hopefully that shit'll be over with soon. Yeah, man. You and me both. But you know, everybody got these essential jobs and everybody has to work and shit. They said these uh. They said these strippers is making house calls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, man, real talk. I don't know if that's such a good idea, though. Y'all seen 
you seen Players Club. Yeah. <laughs> you remember Rodney Brother? He he was look, I just came out here to dance, y'all. I just came to dance. That's it. You get married tomorrow. Yeah, see. I don't think that's a good idea. See, I'm thinking the opposite. They motherfuckers you hire them, they come over there and then damn slip a Mickey in your drink, rob your whole shit. Talking about Cardi B your ass. Yeah, you wake up in the morning, <laughs> you're fifty five inches off the wall. <laughs> Xbox gone. Where my laptop, my tablet at? Right. Yeah, man. I don't know. That might be. It might be a little suspicious. Yeah. I'm gonna. I'm gonna have to call in some reinforcements and get my money back and my shit. <laughs> Fuck around, get catfish. Think this the girl you ordered. <laughs> yeah, she show up with a nigga. Right. <laughs> They can have that. They can have it. Yeah, that shit for the birds. (laughs) But hopefully this quarantine should be over with soon. And they said they, uh, I think they extended it to April 30th. So shit, we about to be in the house for a month. Yeah. Nigga, I hope I get to go to the house for a month, nigga. (laughs) <laughs> Everybody talking about this quarantine shit, nigga. Bruh, I ain't been to the house but one day. You talk about a lockdown. I've been locked down at work. <laughs> hey. Like, shit. And, hey, real talk, bruh. As an introvert, this shit sucks. That's all a nigga want as an introvert, to be real. Let's be real with this shit. Introverts want to be left alone, locked in the crib, can't talk to nobody. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Exactly. And, instead, I'm out here still on the clock, still all over North Carolina. <laughs> I ain't mad because I'm getting that check. Hey, like but you still. said, like you said, money ain't gonna make itself. You right, but nigga, shit. I be I be hating to hear that shit, man. Like people, you complaining about a quarantine, not not being able to go nowhere. Even though you can still go, like, I was out the other day. Bro, there's so many people still out in the streets, bro. Like, you might not be able to go nowhere after 5, but shit, do you really need to go anywhere after 5 o'clock? Exactly. Let's be real. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So what are they really taking from you except for the the shit you would do at night? Because when I get off work... You feel me? When I get off work, I'm trying to be at the house. I might run to the grocery store and shit like that, maybe to the store, go get some gas or something, but... That's the shit that basically we're going to be able to do anyways. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't get it. Like, instead of instead of taking the time, people taking the time to rest and, you know what I'm saying, recover from the shit that, you know what I'm saying, they done been had to go through and shit. Like, and shit, you know what I'm saying, they complaining about, what I can't do nothing at the house. And, nah, bro, take, take that time to recenter yourself. Recenter your chakras. Get that energy right. You know what I'm saying? You've been stressed out at that job for four or five years, and now you mad because you got to sit at home? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Well, half the people don't be wanting to go work no way. Exactly. <laughs> right. Well, that's the thing. That's, yeah, the, yeah. that's the two things that people going to get out of this this quarantine is that they're going to they gonna appreciate their job when they go back to it instead of having to sit at home all day, for one. And for two... They gonna be able. I seen a lot of people just. I I ain't never seen. I've been seeing people like congregating at their house, see, sitting outside, chilling, and shit like that. People getting back in touch with their family and shit. Yeah, 
That's the two things I ain't seen. That, that That's the two things I think that's going to happen with this quarantine. People going to get back in touch with their family, and they're going to appreciate this job when they get to go back to work. Because there's, what, three and a half million people that's done filed for unemployment? Yep. Shit, wild, bro. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to tell you one thing was going to do for some other people. Them comedians, they're going to have a lot of material to talk about when they oh, get hell back yeah. on that stage, boy. Them that are- shit going to be funny. Them motherfuckers is itching, boy, to get on that stage. I've been seeing a lot of comedians boy, missing that shit. <laughs> hey, have y'all been watching Kevin Hart's still, uh, stories, though? I've been seeing some of them. I've seen the one with, uh, where he was uh, talking about if he's in Little League football. Yeah, bro, that shit hilarious. Have y'all been no, seeing all these people on Instagram live? Yeah, they, they tripping. Some people tripping on that. Nah, did you see DJ D-Nice? Nah. Oh, yeah. Bro. went in. He had his first, well, his it was actually his second, his second live stream. I think it was last last Saturday. I think he had a hundred thousand people in there. Everybody was in there from Michelle Obama to Barack, uh, to uh, Oprah, like all all famous people was in there. Everybody he he was just going in from like I think he I think he DJ for like five six hours that day. Ended up having a hundred thousand people in that in there in one live. Dang. And then, and then they had some beat battles. They had a beat battle. Um, Friday night was uh, Boy Wonder and Hit Boy, and they was going back and forth. Like Boy Wonder is uh, one, Drake's Drake. He produces a lot for Drake, and uh, Hit Boy he he produces a lot for like um, Jay Z and shit like that. But bro, they was going back and forth and back and forth. And then, damn, uh, Boy Wonder dropped this new track from Drake. Featuring Roddy Rich, that shit gonna be dope. And then Hit Boy, Man. Hit Boy dropped an exclusive with um Big Sean and Nipsey Hussle. Dang, that shit gonna be dope. Yeah, there's some good and some bad that's coming out of this. Bro. I just feel bad for the people that ain't got no job right now, bro. Yeah, like Wilkes told me that you know, like how many you say four hundred people, Wilkes? Yeah, four hundred. But that's just to his job. Like I was saying, it's three and a half million people that's done filed for unemployment. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. Like you got like some of the old heads, like some of the people that's like seventy or sixty plus saying they ain't never seen nothing like this. Yeah. But yeah, we'll figure out and see what's uh what it's looking like next week. But for right now, it ain't looking good at all. Dustin, Dustin KX, you still here? It ain't looking good at all. But I guess we'll go ahead and wrap the podcast up for this week. We've been in here for about an hour. If y'all want to go right. ahead and give y'all's handles and shit. Shit, I guess I'll start. Yeah, it's your boy, Stay Fresh Wilkes. That's where you can find me on IG, uh, Snapchat. Uh, they call me Wilkes. Yo, it's your man, Mr. Hines22. That's where you can find me on IG, Jerry Hines, on Facebook. Uh, shit, Jerry Hines on Instagram, man. Also, check out my, my other page, my additional page, myself and my wife. Nostalgia Hollow. Uh, we are still, we still are doing online uh, 
online sales for the Crow Nuts. My wife says she done sold about uh, about three hundred and fifty, I believe she said. Shit. Um, right. Um, also, candles. We're selling candles online. Y'all still check that out. Also, Montgomery Fella. That's still on the way. Uh, it's, a, it's, a suit, it's a suit online company. So y'all check me out, man. It's your man's hands. I'm out. True, true. Two stroke. Two stroke. Twenty two. On Instagram and on YouTube. Y'all go check me out. No spaces in that. Two stroke smoke twenty two. Uh, you can also find me over on the Twitch app. At D Money Twitching. No spaces. <clears throat> we do giveaways over on Twitch every night. I do a giveaway on my cannabis YouTube page once a month. They're always for uh, cannabis seeds. So if you want to uh, start growing your own or interested in anything like that, tap in. Appreciate y'all. Man, you already know who it is. Nick with the ugly voice. <laughs> A.K.A. Mr. Essential. You know what I'm talking about? Out here in these streets. Can't quarantine nigga like me. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> I'll let your boy. Thanks to his laboratory. You already know what it is. Get the bread. Don't let the bread get you. And we're gonna have to know I'm talking about we're gonna have to know I'm talking about t shirts and hoodies on sale soon. So y'all be on the lookout look, for that if shit. If you ain't gonna say it, look, if you ain't gonna say it right, don't say it all, you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> <laughs> and it's your boy DJ Electric. Uh this is another episode of the Wave Podcast. Y'all can check us out every Wednesday. Be back every week. But until the end, uh we'll holler at y'all. Uh get back with us next week. Come on, man. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> but uh, always remember, don't ride the wave. Be the wave. It's electric. It's electric. It's electric. And that was another episode of the Wave Podcast. If you like it, you can subscribe to us on Launchpad DM. All you have to do is just go to the link in my bio on Instagram, and you'll see the little drop down at the top of the webpage where it says subscribe. If you hit Apple, it'll take you to the Apple Podcast, and you can find us there. We really want to appreciate Flyboy Sin for coming through and letting us interview him today. Um, you can follow him on Instagram at FlyboySin410. That's Flyboy, S-I-N, the number four, T-E-N. We want to thank y'all for listening once again. You can follow me on Instagram at I-T-Z underscore E-L-E-T-R-I-K. You can follow my brother, Two Stroke, at Two Stroke Smoke 22 on Instagram. Also, check him out on Twitch. He's streaming every night about 9 o'clock. His Twitch is D-Money Twitching. I also want to thank my big cuz, Jay Hines. You can follow him on Instagram at MrHines22. My boy Trap at Buckingham, B-U-C-K-N-H-A-M. And, of course, my bro Wilkes at Stay Fresh Wilkes. And, of course, don't forget, don't ride the wave, be the wave. It's electric. It's electric. It's electric.